Welcome to The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap for The Walking Dead on AMC, I think. That's right. Uh, anyway, my name's Doug. With me, as always, is Jermaine, and uh, we got Johnny T back, so welcome back, Johnny T. What, what up? What up? Happy to be back. Great. Great. So what <laughs> happened to you last week? Uh, oh, you know, some stuff. Uh, you just thought the episode was so terrible that you didn't want to show up? Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just thrown in the towel. That's enough. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, so uh, legit, guys, get hype. This is in the mid-season finale. Uh, whoop, whoop. Shit just went off. Major catastrophic hype. stuff happened. No, this <laughs> this was this was a good episode, but this should have been like episode three or four. Um, it was good. I, I agree. I think it was good, but once again, the, we just had so much bullshit time-wasting up until this point, I think. Yeah, I think that the last two episodes picked it up a bit, but it, it's almost like, yeah, then what were the first seven episodes then? Like, what what's the, what was the point? Right. I don't know. It, it was, was just a slow burn. Slow, slow burn. Great, great, great chatter, Jermaine. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine, come on. Like a six-hour Indian burn. <laughs> that's that's better. Keep up, keep that up. All right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I... Don't, I don't you know. come back here, Johnny T, and start sassing. <laughs> I will. I will do that. We'll do just that. And don't you block me when I'm texting you either. Do not disturb. Yeah, uh, we tried to text during the uh, the episode. Uh, yeah, and I, can't, I, I, I can't concentrate with all that. I gotta. You, you can't. You can't do that to me. Yeah, and he can't just put the phone on silent because it still vibrates. So. It vibrates. It breaks my concentration, <laughs> and then and I can't. I just can't deal with it. You can only focus on one task at a time. Yeah, and that's why we can't text him when he's having sex either. All right, so moving on. All right, so uh, let's let's get into this episode, uh, and I'm sure we'll have a fuckload of things to say. And it was an extra long episode, another 90 minutes um, of our lives uh, with the show. But like I said, it was it was pretty good. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, so the episode starts out with Maggie sitting next to uh, Glenn's grave for a little bit, and then going for a little climb atop the wall of Hilltop uh, to do, I guess, dark guard duty. Maybe. Anyway. Yep. Gregory rolls up with an apple or what some kind of fruit, uh, and he's subtly trying to intimidate Maggie, who's just having none of it. Um, and he says that a lot of people are big Maggie fans, think that she saved the town um, in the last weeks or whatever, when it was weeks back, uh, when all the walkers got in because the saviors let them in. And <laughs> she's uh, he said something like, don't let it go to your head. And he's like, I'm not. Don't let it bother you. He's like, I'm not. She's like, because it seems like it bothers you. It was pretty good. Maggie was just totally like not taking any shit from this guy, uh, which I enjoyed. Um, yeah, 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 not at all. Gregory's just such a wimp. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they kind of made him like too buffoonish, like in the last time we saw him. But I feel like he was the emo- the appropriate amount of shamed here. Yes, yes. All right, so it's good. Uh, anyway, um, she dismisses him and gets the apple, just basically gets the better of him. Um, and then uh, we move on. So we go back to Negan uh, and Rick's house, showing Carl how to shave. Um, Classic Negan. Yeah. R.I.P. Negan's beard. 
Yeah, and I gotta <laughs> say, I was gonna save it for later, but I like the new Negan look where he's just wearing the white shirt and the yes. the leather jacket, and it's open. There's no ascot. Red ascot or whatever the fuck is summer scarf he was wearing, and uh, yes. yeah, the no beard. He looks like an extra from Greece. <laughs> he like he, he should be in the fucking T Birds. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought he did look like he looked cooler this episode. I agree. I think the song and dance number is the next episode. Yeah, I think Greece too. Like we got to go back. Ooh, back, back to back to the Greece. Okay, yeah, I mean, what's Grease? I, I don't know. I just listened to a podcast about Grease too. Um, it was pretty good. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's, I guess, showing Carl the ropes, and then they cut back. There's a lot of cutting around. We go back to the Savior Factory, and Daryl finally decides to escape. What was he waiting for? Well, he, he's waiting for the second note that said, "Get the fuck out." Yeah, what, I mean, what the it fuck are time. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> get going, skedaddle, scram. Come on, man. Get out, get out. And we go back to Negan making spaghetti and trying to get Carl to taste the sauce. And Carl, I just don't understand Carl's like behavior. Like, I don't know if it's bad acting or what. He seems to just be like a dumb kid, like, okay, I guess I'll help you cook. Whatever. Well, yeah, he went from like just a couple episodes ago <laughs> wanting to kill him. Now he's handing them uh, biscuits. <laughs> it's so like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like I can understand him being like, terrified and like completely subservient but he's still like a dumb like teenager like what huh i don't know really he really makes me angry he's um, still a kid you're supposed to remember that yeah, in, and then what's the what's the what's the girl's name that's in that scene i always forget with the oh, glasses olivia olivia that's R. right yeah. oh, oh spoiler spoiler Spoilers, wait, wait, wait. by the way yeah Hold on spoiler Anyway, um, yeah, uh, Tara meets Olivia outside on the porch to deliver the the lemonade, and it's powder, so that kind of sucks. But um, yeah, and Tara offers to take her place, Olivia's place, but Olivia said it was her responsibility to watch Judith. That's what Rick told her to do, and she's gonna do it. Um, it's my job. It's my just do your job. Uh, Negan sits at the dinner table while Carl sets the table, um, and then we cut back to Rick and Aaron. Uh, that make a terrible plan to get through the, you know, uh, the Chamber of Secrets or whatever the fuck they have to deal with with this floating lake uh, to get to this boathouse. Um, yeah, they're like, oh, well, the boat's going to take on water because of all the bullet holes. We could probably make that canoe. I'm like, this is just the worst idea ever. Yep. No, that, yeah, that, that scene, that, that was a classic Walking Dead. Yeah. Like, all right, we're, we're going to grab a couple pieces of wood and paddle <laughs> through it. In a, in a, a hole filled with Has to be today. Why does it have to be like, today? Yeah it, ha- yeah, it had to be right then and there with no like no thought. Right. I was even thinking that boat looked to be kind of close to the other side of the lake. They probably that's what I, That's the exact same off. thing I thought. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, they get a There's no logic, all right? You, yeah. you got to use the whole fill canoe. Okay. So, Aaron uh, gets peevish when Rick tells him he doesn't have to come. Uh, whatever. And then we kept back to Negan, who proclaims that he's tired of waiting for Rick and nope. Lucille is. What was hungry. that about? What? Him saying, "Aaron, you don't have to go." Uh, I think he was just being nice, just saying, "Hey, this is crazy. I'll risk my life. You don't have to risk yours." I think it was pretty like uh, standard stuff out of Rick. Uh, I don't know why Aaron took such. Uh, I don't know. Because uh, Aaron's a man, too. He can do that shit. How about you stay, Rick? 
How about you rest your... <laughs> Stay here. Maybe you got a case of the vapors. I have, a, I have a question about that scene. Who thinks that Aaron got bit? Oh, uh, it could. Maybe, maybe not. I really Who don't... thinks it's amazing that Aaron didn't get bit? Uh, <laughs> I think it is amazing if he didn't get bit. Uh, but once again, I just wrote off the whole scene as like obligatory zombie scene of the episode. But we'll get there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yep, yeah, that's, that's the one. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, Negan proclaims that it's time to eat. He's tired of waiting for Rick, and Lucille's hungry. And then, he, yes, he tells Carl to pass him the biscuits. Uh, just having a good old time. And they cut the credits. So, basically, we just get a smattering of checking in with all sorts of people. And like I said, uh, they should have structured episodes like this episode throughout the season. Like, check in with this person for a little bit, check in with that person for a little bit. Fine. We didn't need, you know, full hour episodes devoted to Carol and Morgan or Tara. Um or whatever the fuck they did before, where it was just like one or two uh, characters. Yeah, yeah. This one, it fe- it felt more like like what you would be used to, like right. walk, you know, watching the show over the years. Or like, better yet, what like, I want out of the show. Exactly. Yeah. Like it felt, it just felt better. Yeah. All right. So after the credits, the saviors uh, at the gate um, go through Spencer's stuff that he got from the uh, the Latin guy um, <laughs> corpse that fell from the tree or whatever. Um, and he's pretty compliant and actually starts flirting with one of the, uh, enforcers, uh, <laughs> Eugene's there and he's just standing around and says, Hey, um, haircut. Do you, do you like to watch? And he's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I, I, I laughed out loud. That was great. You classic Eugene. <laughs> and I also like to buy dicks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a good one. That was a good, uh, yeah, I think it was call back to him watching. Call back to him watching time. what? He was watching Abraham Rosita have sex. Oh, oh! Was, I didn't even realize that was a callback. I just thought it was great oh, comedic timing. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was just creeping over the bookcase, like just his eyes peeking over. Yeah, and, and I think they acknowledge. They're like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? They're like, Eugene, you watching? He's like, maybe. They're like, all right, and they just keep and, going. Yeah. And it, actually, I, uh, Jermaine, I think you only remember that because Rosita's in it. No, it's more for Abraham. He did it's text me it, some. Yeah. Some suggested things about Rosita during the show, which I will not share here. No, no we're not sharing. That. But I agreed with him hundred percent. Anyway, um, so yeah, then uh, we cut to Morgan uh, making a package drop off at Carol's house, like it's Amazon Prime on a Sunday. He's trying to walk <laughs> away, and she calls out to him, tells him to come back in. Uh, but he learns that Ezekiel is also uh, giving her like care packages of fresh produce. Um, and, you know, Morgan says, well, if you wanted to be left alone, why the fuck did you call me back? And she, like, you know, dodges the question. Uh, anyway, he's about to leave, and American Gladiator dad shows up, and he wants to talk to both of them. Do you know what this guy's name is? Because I just called no, him. I, I was just going to ask you. I don't think they ever really say it. So I'm going to call him American sure. Gladiator dad or uh, AGD going forward. Okay, AGD. I'll, I'll try to remember. Okay. I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, but the whole Carol thing, I just, I hate her. I don't, I don't like this, like... Yeah, I don't, what bothered me about the scene was, I don't know why everyone's, like, giving her gifts and, like, bestowing her with these things. Like, what, I don't know, like, what's she going to do for anybody? And and once again, yeah, I'm going to get to it when we get to the scene, but, like, the guy is there to ask her to talk to Ezekiel for him. She's, he's like, Ezekiel likes you, maybe you can convince him. What? These people, Makes guys, yeah. guys, guys, <laughs> soap opera love triangle. Ugh. That's here we go. She's gonna. Who's gonna get her? Is it 
She's going to bone Ezekiel. She's going to bone Morgan. They're going to fight each other. Make love, Jermaine. There's no love making in a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Keep it classy. Yeah, classy yeah. stuff. There's this this podcast is nothing but classy. Yep. <laughs> I and, know, but are you still going with this? Oh yeah, I'm still going. <laughs> Don't you cut me off. <laughs> I got a whole thing. Okay. Continue. No, yeah, I don't get it. I'm ho- I'm hoping yeah. they bang to make this at least worth bearable. it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. If like Ezekiel was hooking up with her, like she- he was dropping off the fruit, he's just like, I gotta drop off some bananas at Carol's, and that's his like euphemism for getting it down. Uh, yeah, that that would make a lot more sense to me, and then that would explain why she's so she is she has such an influence with Ezekiel that uh, American Gladiator Dad wants to talk to her. But right now, it makes no sense. But we don't get that far. He just shows up and says he wants to talk to them both. I mean, like, people are starving and eating turtles and shit, and she just gets... (laughs) She gets (laughs) deliveries of fresh produce every day. Turtles is good eating. And even even when she asked for it, she's like, what are you doing here? Like, bitch, you called me. Yeah, you called me back. What are you talking about? And then then she she bragged about it. She's like, no, I've got plenty. (laughs) Look, look, look behind me. Look at all those bananas. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it is one, it's, it, this is, I guess, how the kingdom gets brought in, but I was hoping it would be better. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a lame, like, threading them back into the fray a bit. Right. And it was, and it was, I'm like, why, yeah, like, why are you going to go and ask Carol for help? Like, you, dude, you, you. American Gladiator did that. Just go and talk to Ezekiel yourself. I'm sure he knows you much better than he knows Carol. Right. Or like Morgan goes back to Alexandria and then comes back and tries to convince mm-hmm. Ezekiel or something like that. Or, or convince Carol himself. I don't yeah. know. A lot of ways this could have been better. But uh, let's let's move on. Okay. So we cut back to Rick and Aaron on the obligatory zombie almost get me scene. And um, this time they're... <laughs> This is so stupid. Uh, so, like, ill-planned. They're in a boat that has a lot of bullet holes in it, so it's taking on water. They're using pieces of the sign that said, get off my land, uh, as oars and stabbing devices. Uh, so when the water walkers... Water walkers? Yeah. Water walkers uh, try to climb on the boat, they stab them in the head. And um, and their plan is to make it to a canoe that's halfway to the boat, or the boathouse. Uh, but have you ever tried to get into a canoe on dry land? It's a fucking bitch. Uh, I, I, I fall every time. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do it from another boat that's leaking? Mm-mm. <laughs> with zombies? Yeah, with, with zombies. With the, 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 the other part that really struck me was like, also to caveat, I don't know if any of you have ever rowed before, but just like the rowing and stabbing, I would be so winded. They're, they're, they're like, row, 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 stab, 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 <laughs> row, 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 stab. I, I was like, oh, my that God. That sounds like a song. Is that a nursery rhyme? <laughs> row, no, row, row, what he stab. sings to his kids every night. <laughs> I think it's a, puddle, it's a puddle of blood tune. I've been, I've been jamming them since, uh, since the other week. Uh, row and stab. All right. So, yeah, they're, they're rowing, they're stabbing, and uh-oh, Aaron gets dragged into the water and then uh, dragged, yeah, dragged out of the water and then dragged under the water. Comes yeah. up, quote unquote, unscathed, uh, and then they just meet up at the boathouse. Yes. So I don't know what would you do. Uh, like if I was in the water with zombies, I think I would just swim as fast as possible because I would think they're either at the bottom or yeah. 
I don't think they could put together the swing motion, but if they could walk, and maybe they were like a Michael Phelps character in their previous life, don't you think they, if they can remember how to walk being dead, you would think yeah. maybe they can manage a doggy paddle or something, right? Yeah, they're, well, they're doing something. They're either floating or it's like shallow enough for them to like move around. I assumed it was shallow enough. I think yeah. the anch- whoever did anchored him to the bottom. Uh, and then I, I don't it know. Could be. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was thinking it was almost like a moat with like you know with them placed in it just to keep people people away. That would make <laughs> a lot of sense. Um, and and we'll get to it uh, as far as this guy. This guy, we we've had so many signs from this guy. There was a sign on the road. There was a sign that they broke to make the paddles, and he gets his little love note when they get to the boat. But regardless, we'll get there. But we got to talk about this guy and whether he's the guy with the boots. Um, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Spoiler. Spoiler. Okay. Hey, how long till this is a ride at Universal Studios? Oh, Jesus. What? Our podcast? <laughs> right around. No, this, this canoe scene. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so uh, we go back and Daryl has left his room, um, and he's afraid of getting caught by his parents and sent back to bed because he's <laughs> slinking around. Uh, and to hide, he goes into a random room and finds clothes and peanut butter, which he eats with his finger. Gross. Right? I've done that. I no, mean, we, we've, we've all done that, but it's still gross, kind of. Well, he's kind of gross and dirty and been yeah. tortured, so yeah, I guess it's got extra gross on it. Yeah, I don't know where that finger's been. Just a little peanut butter treat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not much to that. And then... Uh, we cut back to Aaron and Rick, and they're going through the boathouse supplies, and they find a note that says, you know, even though you think you won, you still lost. And at this point, I thought for sure there was going to be a booby trap, like uh, like a yeah. chest or something, and, and Aaron was going to open it and go, oh, cool, look, Slim Jims. And then his face was going to explode because a big, like, improvised explosive device would just go off or something. Uh, but no. no. What actually happens is even worse. Like, uh... It, it that you know that note. Let's talk about this real quick before we go any further. That note for being there. The only reason it's there is one of two things. It was there just to get Aaron have his ass beat by the saviors later, or it was there to to say that the guy who owns the boat is still alive. He has the boots and he's coming after him, which is what we see at the end of the episode. Thoughts? Right, right, right. Yeah, we don't know that at that at that point. You're just thinking of this guy's just maybe just kind of fucked up or playing games with people. But you you, you think he's dead? I mean, I don't. They don't give you right. But not, but the fact think. that that they keep showing these these the the signs that say stop, don't fuck with me. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's yeah. gonna come back to bite him. There's there's oh, no yeah. way it doesn't. Right. So I gotta think this is the guy. Um, yes. Anyway, Rick apologizes for questioning Aaron's manhood. Uh, they make up and while loading uh, the supplies into the boat or the, the truck and they basically have the stupid conversation about the pros and cons of fighting versus surviving, um, which we've heard a million goddamn times and it's really boring. Um, and as they leave, we see the boots walk up and step in the mud. So shady character or mysterious character. Yep, but intri- intriguing. Very intriguing. Yeah, who's this going to be? Yeah, Jermaine texted me, it's probably uh, Negan's twin brother. And then I tw- texted back, yeah, it's probably like, he's like the nicest guy in the world. That's like, that's why they don't get along. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, I like that. It's it's the sweet brother of Negan. Yep. I forgot that text. <laughs> you forgot well, a you lot. you were texting about uh, Enid. 
That was you, John. Johnny uh, T. Don't forget. No, we're not there yet. Spoiler. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hold on. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to Enid. Um, all right. So we're back with Michonne. Uh, she's on the world's uh, most awkward w- road trip. She's just staring at this uh, redhead lady pointing a gun to her head uh, that she abducted last week. She's saying she doesn't have to kill her. She just wants to know where Negan is. And basically the redhead woman doesn't say anything. And she's just like, she just goes on this little soliloquy talking about, no, justifying her actions. She's like justifying it to herself, obviously, because, yeah. you know, she's not, the other person's not responding. So she's just having a conversation with herself. Um, whatever. We know that the Michonne uh, little field trip is another obviously doomed or going to fail assassination attempts on Negan. So uh, we're just kind of standing around waiting for it to fail or her to turn back. And, you know, eventually she does. Oh, you mean 10 different people shouldn't be trying to kill Negan at 10 different times, 10 different ways. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> no, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, all I could think of with this scene was Pulp Fiction. And when they, uh, oh, yeah. they're talking, <laughs> Talking to the guy in Do the back. Do you think that seat. was a miracle? And then like, and they, bam! And they hit a bump and shoot the guy in the back of the car. That was just waiting so for much her better. to hit a bump. That would have been so much better. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we go back to the hilltop, and Maggie's pregnant, and pregnant women be eaten. They don't be. they? Yeah. <laughs> and it's stupid because once again she doesn't look like she's pregnant she's probably like three weeks pregnant at this point like she's not showing at all um but she's they're still like you know slamming this stereotype of pregnant women eating everything in sight like crazy and, and i think I, I think in this scene it was an apple pie i believe just yeah. going to town once on again it. not not using forks just fingers eating with your fingers again <laughs> disgusting this is the apocalypse but come on um. Anyway, uh, Sasha, Enid, and her shoot the shit. Um, talking about how great Maggie is, and Maggie's pretty coy. This is obviously just telegraphing Maggie being in charge of the hilltop or something like that. Um, uh, Enid. Uh, after Maggie leaves, uh, Enid confronts Sasha. Says she's lying about Jesus leaving. Uh, this morning instead of yesterday. And when questioned, Sasha says. She wants to assassinate Negan as well. Look at that, another person. Imagine um, that. And then Enid's, you know, the extreme counter to her argument saying, no, you think you're the only one? We got to do this together. And Sasha's like, no, we can't tell her it's better this way. So, you know, another dumb, you know, person trying to act on their own. Um, Enid has a rational idea. Maybe everybody work together no never mind no Can't we, do that. no but like you know this is plainly like painfully obvious to us which is why it makes this show hard to watch sometimes just you know try just surprise me every once in a while guys um so we cut back to american gladiator dad giving his uh sad story to carol and morgan about how he lost his family and they're like yeah we all did buddy we've all heard this before <laughs> Um, yeah, which yeah, is true. You know, it's, it, it's, it was kind of sad, but when I was listening to him, I, that was my reaction. I was like, so what, dude? I'm like, yeah, Carol <laughs> Carol lost her daughter, saw her turn into a zombie, killed her own, or did she kill her husband or did Rick kill him, the abusive husband? Rick did. Okay, yeah, Rick just kills husbands all the time is what he does. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, everybody loves Rick, but he's a dirtbag. Yeah, he is kind of a dirtbag, and he destroys families, literally. Don't all you the- talk <laughs> about Rick like that. <laughs> uh yeah so it's coming for you next 
So anyway, yeah, he tells a sad story. Uh, Carol and Morgan obviously aren't too uh, swayed by it. And he pleads for basically a preemptive strike against the saviors. And it's not even preemptive as far as, uh, you know. Eric, yeah, well, I, didn't, I, 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 I didn't quite like his plan. What right? was his plan exactly? He was just like, we got to just attack them. Let's, yeah. let's go. Right? Wasn't it just like yeah? We it was like we have the numbers. We have to do it now. Do it now. Do it now. I think yeah, that was. Yeah. The, I think the only thing I got from him was urgency. If that's a plan, it, it was. Yeah, it was. A, it was ur- stressing urgency. But there were like I was just. I, I was just like, whoa, dude, hold, hold on now. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Just maybe just attack. Well, at some points, yeah, you just have to attack, and you know, if like if you just have a little bit of communication, just being like, re ready to attack when I give the signal. And the signal yeah. is Professor Bananas. And as soon as I say that, you you just kill everybody around you or try to get Negan. You would think there'd be some kind of bigger plan. When he like he should have thought this out. When they come for the next pickup, we'll do this or we'll do that. Right. We'll try to get yeah. Negan to show up personally, uh, something like that. I, I, but there's really no plan. You're right. Um, uh, anyway, uh, his his point is valid though. Um, he says that you know uh, everything's fine with the saviors now, but they won't. They probably won't honor their agreement at some point or, uh, you know, they'll change the deal or something like that. So he thinks that they should attack. Meanwhile, Carol and um, uh, Morgan are like, give President-elect Negan a chance. Don't just think he's going to be shitty from the get-go. <laughs> Things probably won't get worse. Uh, no. But, uh, yeah, so American uh, Gladiator Dad uh, keeps pushing, but... Uh, I, once again, he says, you don't have to fight. You just have to convince Ezekiel to go to war, uh, which this is sad. This guy's presumably been at uh, the kingdom for a long time, and he's asking Carol, somebody who just showed yeah. up uh, a couple weeks yeah. ago, to, to talk to the leader here. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that, that's just because the leader doesn't want to bang American Gladiator <laughs> Dad. He wants to bang Carol. Once again, your your theory makes a lot of sense, but it's all theory. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Like everything he said was right. You know, it made total sense. But the whole thing that bothered me was like, I'm like, why are you telling Carol? Like, I just didn't. Right. It made no sense. She's a she's a curmudgeon now. She just wants to stay in her house and people to get off her lawn. I can relate to that. Don't blame her one bit. Yeah, I know a curmudgeon. <laughs> I do a podcast with him every week. <laughs> he hey. is a curmudgeon. Curmudgeon D. All right. Um. So we go back to uh, Father Gabriel uh, talking to Rosita, and I gotta tell you, I like this new chill, like chill as fuck, uh, Father Gabriel. He's coming on pretty strong for me. Basically, well, I love him now. Yeah, yeah isn't he cool? He's like, uh, he basically tell you know, ask Rosita. He's like, "What's up?" <laughs> and she's like, yeah. "Like nothing." Is that bullet for you or Negan? Negan. And she's <laughs> like, "Why you want to kill Negan? Negan needs to die." And he's like, "Yeah, you're right, girl." I mean, you don't cool have girl. to die too. He was like my least favorite character a few Me seasons too. ago. But when they first introduced him, I was like, ah, oh, this guy's just weird. Now he's just cool as shit. Yeah. I feel like he found the weed somewhere and he's just token up behind <laughs> one of the buildings. He's like, oh, t- tell me what's up. What's, what's going on? <laughs> he's like, I get it now. It's just a big metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> this, the water. <laughs> Just drink this wine. It's just wine. Isn't that great? Not really blood. It's a metaphor. Isn't that awesome? Anyway, I feel like he just had a breakthrough. But he's so chill and laid back, and he's like, yeah, of course Negan's got to die, girl. 
Um, <laughs> but you don't have to die with him. Uh, Ian makes a pretty good point. But obviously, she is suicidal. And once again, it's another, you know, one person trying to kill Negan instead of the group. So we all know this will end badly or just won't work. Because... Oh, you mean this one bullet thing isn't going to end well? <clears throat> Make nah. me a bullet. That, that gun could have held at least... I don't know. Okay, I'm not a ballistics ex- expert, but six rounds at the very minimum, you would think. Why just one bullet? Like, if they could find... They should have been able to find more cases. It's just so dumb. I, I can't talk about it anymore. Just dumb. Uh, but yeah, he asked... Yeah, he asked her... The one last thing I want to point out is he asked her about Sasha... Because she talks about, like, this person is really good at fighting and this good... And then he's like, yeah, what about Sasha, girl? And you could tell that there was still some resentment that Sasha was banging uh, Abraham before he died. So... I'll kill her, too. Who? That's what what Rosita says inside. (laughs) Yeah, she probably mumbled it. She's like, I should have made two bullets. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then we cut back uh, to the Savior Factory, and Daryl continues to stumble around. Um, I, I don't know if anything of note happens here. I didn't write anything down in my notes. Well, is this when he got dressed? Did he get all dressed up? And I think stuff? he got all dressed up, yeah, and he maybe scurried. Fight. Scurried by yeah. an open door full of guys partying. Oh, you know yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the Daryl to Dwight situation has come full circle because he's wearing Dwight's clothes. Oh, is that Dwight's room, do we think? Yes. Yeah, I was. I, I thought that was Dwight's room, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I so thought now, so too. But so I, now he's gone full cosplay and come back to Daryl dressing as Dwight when Dwight was trying to dress as Daryl, and now it's just a the circle's complete. They just need to make out and get it over with. I think. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, at one point he he was looking at his stuff and there was like an ornament or something. Does anybody remember that? Or what that was alluding to? Oh, I do remember that, and it made no sense. I have no clue what that meant. Uh, okay. I read up on it. Dwight Dwight carved stuff, and uh, that's one of the things Dwight was carving. Thank you, Jermaine, for uh, bringing your. You know, uh, I'm I'm being kind of facetious, kind of serious for for doing some research and following up. Um, I expect nothing less. Jermaine, can you repeat that? Because I was calling you a nerd, and I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah. So. If you reference the scene we were talking about before, Dwight has a tendency to carve figurines, and Daryl noticed that was one of the figurines that Dwight was carving, and then put on his clothes and ate his peanut butter. Oh, such a nerd. You would think there'd be enough stuff in there to make a sandwich. Uh, but Oh, you know the sandwich artist has many items of sandwich ability in there. Yeah, besides the PB and J, or just PB. But Daryl had to finger bang the... Uh, the peanut butter jar. Oh, it's so gross. Anyway, um, what if, I'm not gonna. I can't even go there. I was gonna say, what if he opened the peanut butter jar and it was just a hole, the diameter of a phallus, in the middle of. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> anyway, so moving on, guys, class it up. All right, so we're back at Carol's. She and Morgan, uh, you know, graciously turned down uh, American Gladiator Dad's offer. Uh, she says she doesn't care about anyone's lives or deaths. What a yep. real curmudgeon-y uh, jerk. And she just wants to be left alone. Um, Morgan, again, you know, doesn't think it's a good idea. He says, you know, give it a chance. See, you know, maybe, you know, uh, you know, Negan will make their lives better. Uh, and of course it's a bad idea. And, uh, he flips out American, uh, Gladiator Dad, uh, says eventually 
you're going to be forced to kill Negan. It's going to get that, or Morgan, it's going to get that bad. Um, and eventually he just basically curses them and says the blood will be on their hands, gives them the stink eye, and then leaves. Yeah, which I thought was a little over, over the, overboard. Of course. Like being, spite, being spiteful. I came to ask you to murder people and you didn't. American Gladiator Dad has a lot of heart, okay? A lot of heart. And he's, and a lot of, he's, he's, he's passionate, I guess. Passionate. A lot yes. of shin pads and elbow, elbow guards or whatever. That's <laughs> uh, how you stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, we go back to Alexandria and Spencer is talking the mirror, getting ready for his big date. Um, oh, I like that. Yep. Yep. Like that like, part. Hello, I'm Spencer. Hello, <laughs> I'm Spencer. Uh, yep. Who's who's he going to meet? I don't, don't know. know. Maybe that girl. Maybe that blonde girl. Yeah, and then we cut to American Gladiator Dad, and he seems to have some kind of a secret or hidden trailer where he keeps empty bottles, and he goes to cry. Uh, yeah, what's that about? about? Then yeah, he went to this hidden trailer and just cried. Yeah, and smashed a bottle. I don't know. No, this, I think it's a place where he keeps other stuff that he doesn't want to give away. So he's making a stockpile, which is and. Every time, whether it's Spencer or Rick, they show back up, they don't hide any of their stuff. They'll get a full load of crap and not just go put some of it in the woods. Yeah, hide I, some I, of it. I they, thought they, yeah, the they, same yeah. exact thing when they found, like, the guy on the boat had guns. Yeah, they had all kinds of shit. That is, those huh. are, it's like skimming the top, like, you know, if you're a, a server, like a, a waitress or waiter, you just, you know, they'll never know. They don't know yeah. how much they tipped if they tipped in cash. You just keep Two dollars out of that five. I don't know. Two guns yeah, well, out of the ten that you give to Negan. I don't know. Oh, I thought you're talking about you eat some of their food before you, you deliver you to the table. Some, I mean, it's just gonna go in the trash. So if there's and just if one work, bite out of that sandwich, you just take, you just eat the rest, and eat around the bite. They won't know. If you work at a Pizza Hut, you just shit in the box. <laughs> That's weird. Why would you do that? Doesn't make any sense. I I, I uh, read about that somewhere. All right, Spencer's like, hey, I found. I found these three different places of all kinds of guns. Oh, here you go. Yeah, let me just bring them all to the front gate, and you guys can take them. And Rick and Aaron have a, a truck full of guns and ammo and food and all kinds of provisions, yeah, and they just show up. Right, Go hide I'll, that shit in the woods. Right, how so halfway back to Alexandria, you pull off the side road and dig a hole or something. Anything doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. I don't know. I just think there's so like there's so much fear that they can't like every time they've hidden stuff. Oh, fuck that. Somebody yeah, dies. I agree. I agree with Jermaine. I'm just fuck saying that. that's that's the plot. Right. Anyway, that's this is going a far afield to say that this is what we think American Gladiator Dad is doing is hiding. Yes, stuff. this is what I think he's doing because he seems to be a it, reasonable well, person. Yeah, he's hiding stuff. Uh, so maybe it's implements of destruction. Who knows? Other than wearing football armor, he seems to be a reasonable person. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's getting ready for paintball. I'm saying, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we get uh, Rosita uh, chilling out on the porch. She stops Spencer uh, on his way to his big date, and uh, she basically gives him shit. Uh, he asks why they stopped dating after, I guess, one day or whatever they did, and she apologizes, says that she was just using him, uh, and then seeing an opportunity, he gets a pity date out of the situation. Um, and asked to eat dinner with her later. Uh, and if this was the point where I texted Jermaine and said, this guy's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true because any whenever a character has like plans for the future, number one, oh, yeah. or oh, yeah. Yeah. or like is a newfound possible relationship, 
they're they're just gonna they're gonna take that all away. So I figured I figured somebody had to die, and uh, this was a good person to kill. Any hint of one good thing happening in the next like twenty four hours means you're dead. Right. This is the same thing they do on uh, Game of Thrones sometimes, where you're like, oh, things are going really well. Something awful is going to happen. Stabbed in the neck. Right. Just wait for the rape. <laughs> just wait. Just sit back and wait for the rape. Uh, oh, oh, what a nice wedding. Uh, rape scene's got to be coming. <laughs> the, uh, fortunately, we don't have a lot of uh, rape in this world. Uh, That's why I like this show. Yeah. It's, unfortunately. It's pretty sanitized. Um, so, um, because, you know, I guess they can't have, like, and we don't want it. Like, uh, you know, we don't want the sexual violence. We got enough with zombies biting people's faces off. Um, it's enough. Let's uh, zombie rape. Right. We don't. Oh I, God, I knew you, you know that would be a thing. I, I, I knew you were going to say that. No, but uh, all right. Our friend T Dog. One thing I don't know if it was on the episode, but he was telling us that in the um, the the comic book, uh, the governor like made out with his dead animated daughter. Um, took out all her teeth and shit. That's some like next level disgusting fucking stuff that I'm glad is not in the yeah, yeah, TV no. show. God, I missed that. <laughs> but you know, in real, you know, if this was real life, there would be zombie brothels. It would be disgusting. Oh um, yeah, yeah, there'd be some sick fuck charging people to full show. Stuff. All right, let's let's Johnny move on. Johnny T's the number one customer for our for our younger <laughs> viewers. We're gonna move on. <laughs> Can we just stay on this, please? Yeah, for the next 45 minutes. No way. All right. Um, So, uh, Daryl finally makes it outside in his cool clothes, and he sees the motorcycles again. And who does he run into? Fat Joey, fresh from Subway. He's got a sandwich (laughs) in his hand. And this is such, like, a, a... This is such a fucking, like, offensive fat stereotype. Being somebody who's overweight... Yeah, John, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, that that dude was chomping on a sandwich. He's like, oh no, I was supposed to be on guard duty and I, I was getting hungry, so I had to make a stand. Like, it's just like, I, I hate the way that, uh, like, fat people are the one minority that you can make fun of now in in real life. And like, it's okay. I'm okay, it's I'm okay, okay with that. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Uh, uh, Jermaine is only... 30 pounds I was, overweight. I was actually that that whole exchange that you just did in that in that great voice. I kept thinking like what's he actually eating? I was just intrigued like oh is that what kind of sandwich is that? It looked like there was fresh lettuce on it. That's why I was I was like oh he probably like went to Dwight. Dwight's like yeah I'll make you a sandwich. Yep. 20 and right at, 20 right at the, next, the next commercial break I did have a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Do you think Iron Dwight the sandwich artist made that sandwich yes, or he did. Co- it looked, or, or, it looked or cosplay like- Cosplay yeah. Dwight. He did. I think he I think he definitely did. It looked like one of his uh works of uh sandwich artistry. Anyway, uh Fat Joey is unarmed and is like, hey man, you can just leave out the back door or I won't tell nobody. Um it's just about getting by. You do the same thing, and Daryl disagrees <clears throat> and gives Fat Joey ugh, the Lucille treatment. Uh and I felt bad for Fat Joey. I mean he is terrible, but he's like the least terrible enforcer. I don't know. And plus, once again, he was just, he was killed because he was fat and fat people are stupid and lazy. Uh, and he kind of deserved it. Kill him. Kill them all. So, yeah. So, make the world a better place. <laughs> Daryl <laughs> literally bashes his brains in just like Negan would. 
Um, oh, yeah. And Jesus sees all this, and he gets over it pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, he didn't seem to mind for a half a second, maybe. He's like, Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, He's okay. like, oh, all right, me. Hey, hey, let's go. Yeah, let's get out of here. And Daryl grabs a gun on the way out. Um, okay, then uh, we cut to Spencer meeting with Negan for the first time, brings him booze, and, uh, you know... Uh, you know, they, they just meet and it cuts away pretty quick. Uh, so we'll move on. Uh, Michonne and the redhead stop on top of a hill and she says that, Hey, that down there, that's Negan. And it looks like, I can't tell what the fuck that was. It looked like a large gathering of people on the interstate or in, in that intersection, like they were getting ready to go to a modestly sized outdoor festival. I don't know. in let's say Tennessee or I don't know, some, some small town, um, yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't make out any like comp. It just was like people and cars in the street, and it didn't make any sense. Like, what the fuck is that? It's a block party. Yeah, you couldn't. They they spent like two seconds on it. I guess I could have paused and stared at it, but I'm like, sure oh, somebody hey. did. But I, I wasn't going to do that. Somewhere down that road, there's some people and cars and uh, a fence. I think so. There you go. That's Negan. I, I, but is it, is it actually like Negan's place or did she just point to because because they also talk in like freaking ambiguities like that's Negan like every, Negan. every person is Negan. All I know is it would have been better. It would have been more clear if they wouldn't have shown anything. And then I would just thought she would have seen a huge compound with lots of people. But now it stands. It looks like a lot of people being outside. And the one thing you don't want to do when it's a zombie apocalypse is be outside. Uh, didn't make a lot of sense. I didn't see any large structures. It just, yeah, it just seemed to be a lot of cars and people. It was like a tailgate party. Maybe it was at uh, the Zombie Tough Mudder course. Maybe that's what <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, Tara, Tara's uh, chaining up there down there somewhere. <laughs> Jumping over cars and whatnot. All right, so um, uh, the redhead says, that's, you know, we are all Negan, that's Negan. Uh, there's still time for you. There's a silencer in the glove box. You can shoot me, uh, dump this car into a lake, and pretend like none of this ever happened. Uh, and Michonne, I guess, takes her up on her offer because we hear a shot and the car turns around. Um, yeah, those are really, those are really honest instructions for how to <laughs> kill. This is how you kill me and get away. I don't, but I like, I, I like that whole scene and how they shot it. It was kind of cool. Yeah, um, no, it was cool. Be- the only thing I have, the problem with it is what she saw. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, that whole exchange and, and, yeah, like hearing the gunshot and seeing the car pull around was, was, was done pretty well, I thought. Yeah, it was done. I mean, the situation was a little far-fetched, but how it was shot and how it was executed, I thought, I agree with you. Um, yeah, it, was, it was nice and quiet. You heard the faint gunshot. You saw a little flash, yeah. and you saw the car reverse out. It just told the story without without words, you know. Show, don't tell, and they did a good job. All right, moving on. Rick and Aaron return to Alexandria, but uh-oh, instead of their friends, there's goons at the door. Uh, and the goons look over the shit that they brought. Uh, they cut back to Spencer and Negan having a chat on the porch. Um, Spencer says that, hey, you like playing pool? There's a pool in that house over there. So they bring the they, big surprise. They're going to bring the pool table out. Uh, so then we cut back to the goons looking through Rick's stuff, and they find that note from the dead survivor um, and said something, you know, that, you know, even if you think you lost, you won, you lost, and they think the saviors think it was an insult uh, pointed towards them. And written by Aaron, they don't even question Rick about it. And Aaron's like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, and just gets the crap beat out of him. Um, 
while Rick just has to look on, um, being angry, you know. Uh, it was it was pretty rough to watch. Yeah, and, and, but this is where I thought, like, I because the whole time I thought that Aaron got bit, so I'm like, I was just kind of waiting for something else to happen, like, oh, he's going to get his blood on him, right. he's going to bite somebody, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, that would have been a lot cooler. Yeah. I, I don't understand how you get, just like, hey, we found a bunch of shit. I didn't know there was a note in there. Yeah, are you, you're, you're mad? You think I took the time to stop and write this note because I hate you? And right. and think, oh yeah, my big plan was you would read the note halfway back home and then get really angry. Now nah, I got you good, you motherfucker. Right. It, <laughs> it was dumb. Uh, like I said, I think the note part was dumb. Um, yeah, because uh, mm, it didn't pay off in any kind of real world way. Um, and like I said, a booby trap would have been the perfect thing. Uh, but you get, you know, Aaron looks at Rick and Rick's standing there and he's like, I can't do anything and. And that's like that creepy yeah. dude, whatever his fucking name was. He was all touching Enid's face. Yeah, yeah. He did the same. Yeah. He's like he's face toucher. I think that's what we call him. Yeah, because okay. he's all touching Aaron's face too, and he's like, "What did you write this?" Like, yeah. Vince, don't touch me. The face Weirdo. toucher. Don't touch me, face toucher. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So then we cut back to Spencer and Negan are playing pool. Uh, basically, Spencer gets around to uh, straight up asking uh, to take Rick's place as leader of Alexandria. And then for some reason, some dumb fucking reason, the whole town seems to slowly gather around, and it's yeah. just so there's an audience, and it's so fucking stupid. Did you notice that, yeah. too? That made no sense. Because Would you want to hang around Negan? No! The no. guy who bashes people's brains in, I'll, I'll watch from the window, maybe two doors <laughs> down. But I'll have the blinds, Guys, you, like, I'll have no the more blinds, internet. Like, <laughs> so he can't see me. There's no internet. There's no TV. This is what constitutes entertainment: watching dudes play pool in the middle of the street. And they, no, and, it's, it's not just normal dudes <laughs> playing yeah. pool in the street. Uh, all right, so that's dumb. But anyway, Spencer gives the backstory about how Rick basically is responsible for killing his entire family, plus the other family that he tried to like <laughs> become the new dad for. Uh, you know, I'm daddy now. <laughs> I'm daddy now. Yeah, it was really creepy, and you're like, yeah, Rick is not a good guy. Um, and Negan That's pretends, what I said. Yeah, I know. Negan pretends Don't to be intrigued. Um, and this is the part where I wrote, uh, Negan looks ten times cooler without the stupid ascot. Um, That's true. Negan says that, uh, I don't know, you know what I'm thinking? Even though Rick hates me, he's swallowing his hate, and he's got there gathering shit for me. Uh, and then you're you know, waiting till he's gone to run and ask me to kill him for you. And he's like, well, you don't know. I didn't want him to die. He's like, you know what I think? I think it's because you got no guts. And then he proceeds to stab Spencer in the gut and somehow eviscerate him. I don't know if that, I mean, I know it's possible, but I, it just didn't seem likely. They could like tear open his stomach that easily. Uh, I think you need some but kind of leverage. The, it made the pun work. Yeah, like it, yeah, an Arnold Schwarzenegger freeze, and then he freezes <laughs> because he's Doctor Freeze. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he eviscerates him, and uh, Spencer's guts spill out, and he feebly tries to like gather him up. <laughs> it was so. I love like that part. I, I love that. Like in any movie where the guts fall out and they try and pick him up again. Ooh, ooh, like <laughs> heaven forbid we die like this because it's an awful way to die. But still, oh, yeah. like this, I think if my guts spill out, I'm going to be more like, 
oh, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> Not like, <laughs> oh, I can fix this. Let me wash the dirt off. Let me get the dirt. <laughs> they try to like, they, they, they try to like fold them in like socks. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, but yeah, I do. Li- Once again, I do like the fact that we're getting this level of like horror movie murder. But it's not mm-hmm. from zombies anymore. It's from people, which I appreciate. You know what I mean? And a and a certain. I mean, because this is you're watching a horror movie, like so yes. you oh, can't yeah, really yeah, say yeah, like yeah. Hey, well, I didn't well, like the violence. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't it's be watching awesome. this fucking show. It's yeah, scary the movie. The show's for for horror fans. I mean, that's right. really like the gist of it. Right. You're so, you're running away from monsters. Right. People and, or people or not people. Right. And I I love that they've you know they've got a genuine monster. And once again, this incre- this is what you needed Negan to do, like I said, episodes back, because I, I was saying I was getting, uh, the magic was wearing off of Negan um, after the first episode. You know, I was afraid of him immediately. Yeah. And then, you know, as he jokes around and just basically gives, <laughs> is cuckolding Dwight uh, with his ex-wife. I mean, that's, it's just kind of, he's threatening violence, but he never actually performed any. Um, besides, you know, burning that guy's yeah. face. It just seemed like we needed something like this to like get us to be afraid of Negan again. I guess. Yeah, I mean making it making a spaghetti dinner isn't threatening. <laughs> Stupid. It can be. Right. <laughs> if it's done yeah. as, if it's done in a creepy fashion. Yeah. Anyway. This, so this scene was directly from the comics. Uh I read on this too. Oh, cool. Thank you. Oh, his oh. uh his evisceration and uh gut spilling right. was uh the scene was uh how it played out in the comics mm, uh, that just added no value to the conversation so. <laughs> i appreciated it Jermaine. anyway I, I, I like going off the cuff <laughs> <laughs> just making it up as you go along huh let's do this yeah, i agree all right so uh i did like his creepy so he said something like i oh man i've never been more embarrassed in my life there are your guts right there i must be mistaken <laughs> and like the joke wasn't funny but his like smile to the crowd like he was a showman i really mm-hmm. liked that i thought that was that uh, that smile was like a lingering smile of like you know he's like the joker or something at that point and i thought god that's good acting by neil yeah, patrick yeah, harris or yeah, whatever he really was like, yeah the, this episode in the last week he's really like kind of won me over a little bit more than than earlier in this in the season right He's cool. He's cooler he, now. He is a showman. Yeah, exactly. He's like Willy Wonka. Only he's. Not. I really want to know, like, what what's his backstory? We know nothing, right? I, right, and I remember I asked T Dog, like, this guy was probably like a you know an English teacher or something, and I think he said he was. I don't know. Uh, I told you that, Jermaine. Why don't you go do some research right now while we're or t- while yeah, we're do talking? Why don't you? you get <laughs> he was a teacher. Get off the podcast and then go research, and we'll talk to you another day. No, but I, I, I really do want to get the Negan backstory. I think we got the governor backstory a little bit of it, right? Didn't yes, we see we did. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, back to Negan. He asked somebody to come forward of the town that fucking gathered up for whatever reason. Somebody come forward and clean this mess up, the mess that is Spencer. And Rosita can't take it anymore. She whips out her gun and fires, and we go to commercial break. I was worried that they were going to draw this out, but they go right back to it, which is nice. Yes, that was nice. Yep. Uh, and as they went to commercial break, were you like, man, he must, she must have killed him. I, yeah, I, I was like, that's it. it. Uh, this show's going to end a uh, half hour early. Negan's dead. <laughs> My DVR must be wrong about what time it ends. Anyway, uh, yeah, Rick is carrying a beaten up Aaron, um, and they hear the gunshot, and they start to run towards the sound of it. 
Uh, they cut back, and the bullet has buried itself into Lucille, saving Negan's life. Negan's reaction is pretty great. It's it's more of like disbelief and anger, like he was like so like appalled as opposed to being afraid, uh, which I thought was pretty great. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, just to that, yeah, I was like actually I liked his reaction. Me too. He was he was angry, and I, but I think he was angry more at like his system failed him. Like this is not supposed to happen. Right. Not like, oh, you shot at me. It was like, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, he's like, I can't, you're doing this? You're trying to kill yeah. I can't believe it. Like, it just, yeah, it was no fear. It was just anger, anger. And, yeah. and it was exactly. perturbed. He was, like, perturbed. You're, you're right. It was disbelief. It was like, and I don't know if it was, yeah, his system is failing him or he just couldn't believe it for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, but it was, it was, a, it was an awesome reaction. Right. I agree. I'm glad you appreciated that as well because I wrote down that this, this was a great reaction. Um. Negan is a ballistic expert because he picks up the spent casing and recognizes it as homemade right away. Right away. Uh, right away. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just like MacGyver shit. Uh, or like yeah. NCIS or what other stupid shows but where see, people see, think right, they, right, how police. Right work there. Them. That right there it went from like what we just said was really, really cool. <laughs> then he did that shit and I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like he's he smelled the ground. He's like, somebody died here. <laughs> <laughs> And like, I, can't him, find, I, I can't find my car keys when I drop them. Yeah. Yet he, he finds like a tiny little bullet casing. Like, oh, here it is. Yeah. Once again, yeah, you're absolutely right. Once this, this show tries to elevate to art and then it gets dragged right back down to, uh, you know, soap opera trash. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's he recognizes it as homemade. And she asks Rosita who made it. And she says it was her. And of course, he doesn't believe her. And uh, he has a rat hold a knife to her face, uh, which she welcomes. And eventually, after you know threatening to cut her face, she's like, "Whatever, do it." And she cuts her own face on the blade, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, um, that was cool. It would have been cooler if she would have made a bigger scar, but I guess they can't. They, you know, she's still like they're keeping her around because she's pretty, I guess. So they can't <laughs> fuck her up too much. I don't yeah, know. that is hard to get. Yeah, I didn't want her to get too damaged. <laughs> Jesus, you're a terrible person. Anyway, uh, when Negan calls her a badass and then says, okay, we'll have it your way, uh, A-Rat kills someone, and uh, A-Rat chooses Olivia, another <laughs> fat person. And w- and was that, was that just, do we believe that that was just totally random? He was said, that- uh, so I I think it was because, uh, and, and it's one of these things where like, <clears throat> The Walking Dead, like, like the thing with the carvings with Dwight, uh, I remember something vaguely about Irat not trusting her, um, and he said that. Like Negan says, it wouldn't have been the person I would have chose, but uh, Irat just didn't trust her, um, or something okay. like that. So I think there was like a little bit of a scene between Irat and Olivia in the previous when they came to town last time. Was it with the with the with the was uh, was Irat the girl that was counting like the inventory, the gun I think inventory, so. and stuff? Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. I just I was I don't wasn't sure. Right. But it's still dumb. Uh, once again, okay. nobody from the like. This is my bigger point. Nobody from the larger group died. Uh, you know. So, no offense. And once again, I, th- I sound heartless, but I don't give a shit about Spencer. I don't. Give, <laughs> I don't give no. a shit about Olivia either. I mean, I feel bad for her. Yeah, but actually, Olivia, I almost felt I was like kind of relieved because you can tell she was like, and she 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 wasn't going to keep it together. She's been crying for days, basically. Right. 
So I was like, all right, well then just put her out of her misery. She was like that kid that just stayed in his room the whole time and couldn't handle the, uh, basically an asthma attack when they were walking through the zombies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 yeah just like, good. okay, fine. He's gone. Thank. It's like a little bit of relief. Uh, anyway, Gabriel's reaction when she was shot was pretty hilarious. I don't know if you can go back and watch that. It's, it's pretty great. Uh, he just like, <gasps> like flips out, like can't take it. Um, everybody else has like a stoicism to them. They're like shocked, but like they're handling it because they've seen literally hundreds of people die now. Uh, I don't know. Cause, it seems pretty Because Gabriel still has feelings. He's still a human being. I guess, but he was starting his, to be cool. And his yeah. weed is wearing off. He's got to re-up. Okay, so Rickley... I want want one of you guys to name your next child a rat, because I think that's a beautiful name. A rat? Is it it A-R-A-T? That's how I'm writing it, but it's a rat. (laughs) Mm, Hmm. It rolls right off the tongue. Like an an Indian, like a nice Indian name. (laughs) You basically can't work in a restaurant with a name like that. (laughs) Uh, all right. So, uh, Rick finally gets there with Aaron and he's pissed because we had an agreement and Negan's like, well, let me tell you what happened. Uh, and explains how his son <laughs> broke into the camp and killed two of his people. At which point I was just like, and Rick this, looks over at Carl. And I was like, it's like, it's like, this I've been awesome. in this situation yeah. before. Like where like the, the parent comes in and then like your son put a baseball through my window. Like you could see like, it was like some, like a neighbor spanking your child. And the parent comes out like, what the fuck are you doing? He's just like, your kids, you know, put a baseball through my window. And then the parent going, what the fuck? You son of a bitch. No, no, yeah, this, this scene was great. And Rick's reaction was like, perfect. (laughs) But, but Negan, but Negan was like, he was correct. He was like, Oh, your son broke in, tried to kill two of my guys. (laughs) <laughs> Once and again, tried to kill me, and he does a he does the rundown of the list. He's like, hey, yeah, I tried to he tried to kill me, kill two of my dudes. <laughs> then r- this one here uh, tried to kill me, or Spencer uh, wanted you to get wanted me to kill you, and I took care of him for you. And this one down here tried to kill me herself by shooting me, and I relieved you of uh, um, a mouth to f- feed. Sorry. Yeah, and it makes total sense, like total totally logical. Oh, hold on, and. And he fed Carl spaghetti. Don't forget that. So Negan tells Rick, yeah, he's done all this for him. And this is another scene where you're like, okay, well, maybe Negan's a good guy here <laughs> for exactly. a second. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's totally reasonable. Yeah, um, he, just, he, he just cut bowels out of somebody, but it makes total sense. Yeah, but like that guy wanted Rick dead. Yeah, well, I know. He's like I said, he's I think he's just a good leader. You know, makes total sense. Yeah, and he made that- a spaghetti dinner. I just don't that. trust that guy. I don't trust him. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Uh, Thanks, we are joined Brian. by Brian now. Um, I just, I just thought it was really shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we're making. I don't think anybody could be a great leader if they have a harem. To be honest, I think you can't be a great leader without a harem. Yeah, it's a requirement. All the greatest <laughs> leaders in the world have harems. Sure, Bill Learn Clinton. Some fucking history. Yeah. Well. And Rick basically he's a serial yep. monogamous, uh, but he kills uh, the ladies in his life. Uh, anyway, uh, Rick tells him to get GTFO, but and he's like, "Sure, no problem." As soon as I find out who made this bullet, and 
after a couple people trying to volunteer, Eugene steps up and admits to it. Like, yeah, but he's crying the whole time. Uh, Negan says he's taking Eugene back with him. Uh, not going to kill him, I guess. I guess he's more valuable to him alive. He basically found somebody who can make bullets for him. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's what he's probably going to be doing going forward. Um, and he informs Rick that he and the gang are now in a big debt hole for the actions that have occurred today. Um, and then Rosita is rightfully guilty and she's yelling and stuff. You know, it's, we've seen this trope before where like one person being selfish causes somebody else to suffer for it. Uh, you know, we've seen this a million times. Uh, you know, like Daryl punching Negan earlier in the season uh, and getting Glenn's head bashed in for it. Um, but Negan leaves Rick alone um, and tells him he has a, like, his kitchen's a mess. Uh, and he leaves Rick with a Spencer who's turning into a zombie. And Rick has absolutely no hesitation about killing Spencer for a second yeah. time. Within yeah. half, half a second. Yeah. Killed him. Doesn't even Boom. think about it. Nope. <laughs> but Eugene, though, how, how courageous was he? Let's talk about that. Oh, uh, he's, yeah, it's, it's, he's like the Samuel Tarley of this show where he has like a special kind of courage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being halfway facetious here, but yeah, he's yeah he's stepping up. He's like you know he's taking the he's facing the music for his actions. Yeah, he can't not cry, but he at least stepped up. Right? Yeah, he's still gonna. You would say you would say that his courage is on a certain spectrum. <laughs> you could say that. Um. Uh. Oh but God. yeah, <laughs> podcast canceled. I, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Good for Eugene stepping up, but yeah, Eugene. We can get look forward to a whole episode of Eugene, uh, just like an episode of Terror in the second half of the just, season. I'm just sure. Crying. Just crying, man. <laughs> crying. Eugene better get to the the pussy happy hour because I just want to see him in that. Yeah. And Negan just like, there you go, take one. He'll just cry the entire time. No <laughs> oh yeah. What if what if they have a Eugene episode like they did for uh, what's his nuts, uh, the uh, where the cheese master episode where. Um, What's that guy's name? Dwight? No, 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 no. The African-American gentleman who learns how to uh, tie bow or whatever the heck. Billy okay, Blanks? Uh, yeah, with Billy Blanks. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheese Master episode. You um, mean Morgan? Yes, Morgan. What if there's an entire episode, instead of Morgan, it's Eugene, and Eugene learns how to I, I, I love Eugene. I would, I, I would watch that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I would. I. I. Th- I think I agree. I think I would like an one full episode of nothing but Eugene. Instead, he, the way instead of learning Tai Bo, he learns how to do business up front and party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I. I will say that Eugene is uh, like a stand-up comic of some sort. I. I was listening to a podcast uh, years ago when he first got cast, and he was really excited. I don't know any of his stuff, but um, so I guess he has some comedic chops. Uh, and it was on display earlier with that whole he likes to watch uh, joke, which is pretty great. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the aftermath. This is the denouement of the episode. Uh, Michonne meets with Rick in the Alexandria homemade cell or dungeon or whatever it is. They hug it out. She says she found what she was looking for but decided not to go through with it. Says they've got a whole shitload of men. Uh, and she said she didn't go through with it because she didn't want to do it her way. She wanted to do it their way. As a team, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Anyway, well, I think that, that that's the start of getting them all together. Of course it is, but I mean, it's which just you guys ridiculous. have been complaining about. All right, but like her speech was just dumb uh, and like you know melodramatic. 
Anyway, Rick finally snaps out of it, and he's on board, and he's like, yes, we have to fight. We have to do something, and they're resolute. Uh, We cut back to the hilltop. Maggie is doing her morning ritual of hanging out by the grave and going uh, to guard duty on the wall, and she gets happy face, and we see rival of the Alexandra group, lots of joyful embraces with Maggie and Sasha all around. Um Daryl and, and guess what? Daryl's there too with Jesus. He's hugging people. Uh Rosita. A lot of, a lot of, yeah, a, a lot of bro hugs, just hugging it out. Hugging it out. Um just throwing. Uh Carl and girl Carl even look at each other and <laughs> have a smile. Yep. Um and um and Daryl gives Rick his murder weapon back, his gun. And I love the acting here by like Andrew Lincoln. Like he's he's done this before, where he looks at it and he can't understand it. He looks at it, he cocks his head, and he shifts his body weight like the fucking dog that looks at the record player horn. You know what I mean? Where yeah. the dog just tilts its head. Uh, and he's done it what before a million times, but it's still great. That's Rick's, that's Rick's style. Yeah. So he gets he gets uh, his gun back, and they all have like this weird like unspoken look of. Like uh, solidarity, they're all gonna make up their mind to do something, and they're gonna fight. And they all start walking resolutely up the hill to uh, the big house uh, of Hilltop. I guess presumably to murder Gregory. Yeah, <laughs> no. like what the fuck was that? How did you get murdered, Gregory? <laughs> because what the fuck were they all like? Okay, let's go, and they all start walking to the house. No, they're gonna. It's a. It's just a reunion, man. They're just getting to back to. They're getting the old band back together. Yeah, but like, okay, let's go get something that, like, let's go. That's where the keg is. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's go drink. That would make more sense. But they were resolute, like, they were getting ready to kick ass. Like, what are they going to go to the war room? It didn't make a lot of sense. Um, I guarantee you that the the first episode of the the, the start of the, the same, I don't know, whenever in February is going to be all them getting with the Hilltop Gregory folks coming up with a battle plan. Yeah, after they murder Gregory. Just I slap doubt. him in the face. <laughs> I, I would stand corrected, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> Do you guys think that Beachville comes into play as well in the uh, in the revenge? You mean the fish eaters? Yeah, the fish people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to yeah. come up big yeah. at, at some uh, point. You know they are. So, what do we have any idea like what the populations are of these saviors versus like everyone else at this point, or any guesses? No, we really don't. Well, uh, the, all we know is the there's they, a lot of them. That's all. Yeah, we the know. way they sorry, the way they talk about the saviors is they're just massive, right? But I don't really know. We don't have any numbers. We don't have any numbers at the hilltop because once again, it's like uh, you know the people at the hilltop and at the kingdom are like the the extras on Lost. You're like, wait a minute, there was only thirty people on that plane. Where the who the fuck are you? And it's just people like hanging out, like building stuff in the background, and they'll just bring out you know introduce characters as needed. But we have no idea what the headcount is. Yeah, I could really use a census to get a handle of what's going on on the show. Right. Uh, basically, we all know what's happening. We talked. We talked about this. I think from day one. You know, they're all <laughs> going to get together and take down the saviors. They're going to work together instead of all acting like uh, you know independent assholes. So there's not much to talk about now. So that's the end of the episode. Are you guys excited for season uh, the second half of season seven? I um. Oh, how do I put it? Like a little bit, a little bit more than not excited. <laughs> I like how you took a while to like think of how you're gonna phrase that. It's good, you guys. Because I got a little, I got a little. I don't know. I'm kind of sappy. I'm like, oh yeah, they're all back together. Let's do this. I thought it was so. I thought it was so corny behind the pale. Like I just thought it was the corniest the, thing all, in the world. 
Yeah, all the bro hugs are corny. But no, I think because what'll happen is like they had an episode like this one, which is it wasn't a bad episode. I think we all agreed on that. It was, yep. you know, had some good parts to it. But then it, but it's like it ends there and you're like, oh, well, maybe the show isn't half bad. But then, you know, damn well, you're going to come into another seven shitty episodes when it comes back on again. Yeah. Just for like one or two good ones. One or two good ones. Yeah. And and, so. I, and once again, I guess if we're willing to watch them all, why would they change their behavior? So it's our True. fault. I'm exci- it's our fault. I'm excited to keep doing this podcast, so I'll keep watching. Even yeah. though this episode went downhill towards the end. I will tell I'm you. Be, I might be calling it quits. Yeah, I know. Uh, we, I will tell you that the show comes back something ridiculously early. I thought it was going to be like March or something, but it's like April. It's like February 12th. Something like crazy early. We're not going to have a big break here. Um, but we've decided. You mean that, you mean they should just keep the season going and not have a fucking break at all? Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like if they were going to have a break, make it a fucking huge break or something. But this is, seems like it's like a little over eight weeks. This doesn't make uh, much sense. I don't know what's happening. I'll tell you, I'm not that excited about the show, but I'm very excited about this podcast. You are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love this podcast. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, so for you that, for anybody here who doesn't listen to Ashamed of Thrones, which I don't know how you found out about this podcast if you don't, uh, uh, Brian is from that show, and uh, that is currently involved in a rewatch project where we're watching every episode of Game of Thrones again for some reason, and it's just... It's- Never. Sounds awful. It's never ending. No, no, it's terrible. And you know what? I just popped in here to harass you guys while you're on Skype, so I'll leave you alone to do the show. Real Keep quick. up the good work. Keep up the good work, uh, Johnny T. And um, that's it. Whatever, Germain. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, Germain's not doing that good of work. So just I'll real quick, later. Brian. Brian, before you yeah. go, uh, give us your like. Uh, uh, you said you didn't even watch this episode. You just wanted to pop in, right? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't had an opportunity. That's fine. I actually, probably will tonight. Um, Go I saw ahead you guys and rate this Skype. season. Go ahead and rate this season, right now, even without seeing this last episode. Fuck, this season's fucking garbage. It's so <laughs> terrible. It's so much boring stuff. I I don't know. Um, but then again, it has been buoyed by the fact that my favorite podcast has been covering it very closely. Yep. Um, so, so we're dragging the show up, guys. You hear that? Yeah. 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 Well, no, no question about it. So uh, plain turkey sandwich. I think no condiments. Uh, well, no, I say plain turkey. I mean, it's not like uh, it's not like a uh, Cajun turkey or so or pepper turkey. Oh, Those are so good it's turkeys. just like not even uh, oven roasted or yeah, just the, the Publix, Publix oven roasted. Oh, I wish I, it was Publix. Like, uh, yeah, like Car- maybe Food Lion, Carl <laughs> Budding turkey when without water. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So, Without a glass of water uh, washed down. All right. Well, maybe maybe two stars. It's it's always it continues to re- remain intriguing, but it continues to suck. On top of that, right. And it's so, this th- yeah. watching this show. It does make me appreciate Game of Thrones more, even though we find that show uh, deplorable at times. Yeah. Uh, it just it they they put a little more effort into Game of Thrones than this. Well, and and it I, makes I, me I, it makes me appreciate your pen clicking as well. Yeah, and I've been, I, no I've been saying I've been saying this all season. Like this this season was the worst and way different than prior seasons. Like yeah. this season was. Would just you agree bad. with that, uh, Brian? Because I don't. I think there's been other seasons that have been pretty awful as well. No, like the entire Herschel season. That shit lasted forever. It seemed like. Uh, that, no, I, I don't. I don't know that. Dis, uh, I, I disagree with that. I think there have been a lot of seasons that have been boring for long longer periods of time. The only difference is. 
this time instead of focusing on the main group of survivors for way too long, now it's kind of spread out over these different people. I guess the show people think it's interesting if they just show different people doing boring things. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just been a different version of boring. And it's been different, but would, would you agree? Like, the season also had, like, the acting's been different. The dialogue's just been corny and cheesy. Like, I don't think it used to be that bad. It, it John, was more like, the, 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 like the so dialogue bad. has always been corny in this season. <laughs> I this agree. Series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always been. Yeah. All right. So, uh, thank you very much, Brian, for giving you. Well, you know, I think opinion. it is is it the the uh, the visceral like impact of what is this world? I don't know what this world is. This shit's crazy. How is he going to survive? To kind of becoming monotonous and then transitioning into this thing where, hey, we've got a new super bad guy. What's going to happen to the super bad guy? Eventually, the group will prevail, but they have some casualties, and that cycle has repeated itself so many times. Right. And th- I mean, th- I thought the governor was a million times more interesting than Negan, at least as presented, because yeah, the governor, he yeah, he seemed like to actually have like a like a, a, a somewhat of a utopia going, even though right. there was dark undercurrents to it. Yeah, and now there's just this fucking maniac. I mean, I don't know how you like the survivor or the saviors. I don't know. I just I think it's um, it's got like just keep com- keeps becoming no, more and more that. exaggerated. Uh, Brian, just back to the dialogue. If there were more Dothraki in it, would it have been better? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. Okay, got it. Okay, just yeah. just want to clarify. Thank you. Dothraki yeah. make everything better. I think I would oh, like yeah. a crossover. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell mm-hmm. yeah! Get that Doge Colleen rolling through the, <laughs> the zombies. Yep. They'll take care of business. But hey, guys, get back to the good work. Uh, you're doing yeoman's work. I appreciate it. All right, Brian. I appreciate it. See you, Johnny T. Germain. Diggity. Bye. Okay. All right. So let's go back to you guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on? We're gonna do. Well, we're gonna we, do two rounds. We're gonna do. We well, hold on, hold on. We didn't quite end with the with the boots guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about the super secret like album. Like okay, yep. this is like when you get the CD from Sam Goody, as you guys have <laughs> all do nowadays, right? <laughs> I went into a, I gotta tell you real quick tangent. I went into a mall for the first time in I think about eight years, and they had an Fye still and a Spencer's gifts. And I was like, "What? How is this still a thing? How is this really? still going on?" Did you go into both? No, uh, no. I wanted to go in the Spencer so bad, but I was with my wife; she wouldn't let me. Did you want to go in there and just and go to the back the back right corner with all the posters for your room? No, I want to get. This, <laughs> I want to see if they had some kind of figure that would be in my uh, windshield of my car, and I could like push the button and his pants would drop. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I think that's uh, just you. So anyway, you're in Sam Goody. You get the CD. You listen to the first ten out al- ten songs on the album, and then it goes song eleven, track twelve, track thirteen, and you're like, oh shit, secret oh, shit. song. Yep. Yes. And we get a secret song, and the secret song is uh, the guy boots. with the boots going into Alexandria at night. Dun, dun, dun. What do you guys Boom. think? Who is he? Who is he? What's he well, now, we're th- well, now, now that let the theories fly, now we're thinking it's Negan's brother. Yeah, the twin nice brother, one. the nice guy who just wants to come in and bake. <laughs> Uh, for, I mean, it's a. I think it's more than likely for real. I think it's the same survivor guy. Mm-hmm. But what I can't yeah, I think it's is, the guy. It's the guy with the houseboat. I can't right. think of anybody from past seasons that would show up again that I would be like, "Oh, it's him. We forgot about him." 
But at the same time, like in the greater scope of Negan and the and the threat of the saviors, what is one rogue asshole gonna do? Turn the tide. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's. Know. Oh, you know, that's it. You just nailed it, Jermaine. He's gonna be uh, initially an antagonistic character, and then somehow Rick's gonna talk to him, and they're gonna have a conversation, and he's gonna decide to like, okay, you guys are cool. I'll fight for you. Uh, and then who's going to join sides with the Alexandria people? I I want to believe that he he knows Negan somehow, like knows this knows the uh, what the hell they get with their name Sur- survivors saviors. No. saviors. I don't yeah, know. Maybe maybe he's got like uh, two pizza faces and an arm cut off or something, and he's like something. He's had it with those guys. I guess, so, but, but but we have to get through the holidays first to in order to figure. Wait and see. Yeah, I guess post Super Bowl we'll get to uh, this show again. So that gives us a little bit of a holiday, um, and I'm for one look forward to having my Sunday nights back and my Monday nights. Um, but anyway, uh, let's rate this show and then put it in the context of the entire half season. Uh, we'll go Jermaine first. Uh, this episode was good at. Bringing some pieces together, you actually got some action and conclusions to all the wheel spinning that was going on this season. Um, I like the episode. Good, you know, things happened, uh, move things along. It there's still goofy stuff, which I think is just normal for this show now. Yep. Um, if you had to put a number or a sandwich to this uh, show, <laughs> in the context of this season, I would give this one a three. Okay, that's good. Let's let's use that as the barometer in the context of what we've seen so far this season. Uh, yeah, I mean, clearly it's one of the better ones of this season where there was just so much garbage, so uh, I'd have to go with three. I like that. Uh, Johnny C? Um, I'm going to get I was trying to think of a sandwich. Um, I would actually give it like a four out of five. Yeah. I enjoyed it. thought it was pretty good. Um got me a little intrigued for the remaining episodes, even though like against my will. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was pretty solid, but it was, you know, and then I always want to think of a good sandwich um, or sandwiches. Four. Uh, I forgot. Oh. I get, I give it a uh, Daryl finger bang PB and J sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Gross. Gross. <laughs> it's delicious. Okay. All right. No, I'm good. Four out of five. Thought it was good. Um, it was good end to this crappy season. That's or the middle of the end of the season so far. Um, but that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree with. Uh, I'm going to split the difference, and um, I think in the context, it was better than average, but more to a three point five. Um, it 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 made me. Once again, we we saw consequences for fucking with Negan again, which is. Um, great, but once again, it was people that we really don't care about, um, or people who were fat, uh, who died. <laughs> the best. And, Jesus. Those are just, just the rules. It's just the rules to it's live by. It's just the rules, but, um. Hey, you guys would not survive in the apocalypse. No, well, yeah, no. Do- Oh, God. I wouldn't make it past, like, the pilot episode. I want to make it past the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> just a heavy breathing. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, this season was disappointing. I think they, I think the worst part was they had so much goodwill built up, and I thought the first episode was 
uh, uncomfortable and it was uh, Negan was scary. I felt I don't know. I had a reaction and then I felt like that was all kind of robbed by their mediocre rambling. Um, and then uh, yeah, we got a little bit. Last week wasn't terrible, and this week was basically what every week should be like on The Walking Dead. You know what I mean? This is what mm-hmm. we had the obligatory zombie thing. We checked in with a whole bunch of people. Uh, somebody got killed. I feel like this is what this what sh- uh, an average episode of Zom- uh, Walking Dead should be, and I'm upset that it's not. Right, right. Yeah, the, yeah. It's disappointing. It's all. It's they're very few and far between at this point. But yeah, you're right. So so far for this season, like in a nutshell, started off pretty intense. Right. You were intrigued and interested, and then it fell flat, but like really quickly. Yeah, like real we, quick. We, real quick. And then you had to suffer through like seven or six weeks of that. Right. Um, to get to what? Oh, you're like, oh, okay. Here, here we go. It's yeah. decent episodes. It's like getting to the you know getting to the bottom of the uh, getting to the top of the roller coaster, going down very quickly, and then like just going up a little bit more, like going ready for like the next hill. It's just like, oh, this is a little baby hill. It was fun, but I'm not, you know, excited. Uh, but yeah, uh, at least we're not, we don't have a long wait. Uh, February 12th or whatever it is, is not too far away. So we'll get back on the saddle. Now we have thrown around the idea, don't hold us to this, of doing the bottom three worst episodes of Walking Dead. Uh, each one of the hosts will pick. What? It's that that might be a bad idea because they're all going to be this season. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, there's some good ones back in the day. <laughs> we'll 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 uh, and we've decided it was either going to be everybody chooses their favorite or best Walking Dead or worst, okay. and I think we're leaning towards worst because you know this is the Shameful Dead. Uh, yeah, exactly. But I don't think we're going to do it unless we get uh, ten uh, iTunes subscriber uh, reviews or ratings. Um. I don't or know, what that's if something could, I decided. Could we take uh, suggestions on the worst episodes ever? Sure, yes, please. Uh, we do not have an email for the show yet, so just send them to uh, ashamedofthrones at gmail.com or go to uh, the website uh, where this podcast is hosted on uh, martinmiggs.com, find uh, The Shameful Dead, and leave us comments. You can do that. It's technically possible, even though no one has ever actually done it. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, give us suggestions about uh yeah, episodes you want us to cover, but don't don't do like middle of the road ones. Try to sell it on us how bad it is or how good it is. And uh yeah, maybe we'll do one or two um in the interim before the yeah. season premiere of well, mid seat second, how do they pronounce How would you even call the second half of the season premiere? Mid-season premiere? Mid- what is mid- that? Mid-season mid-season yeah, premiere. Now the the Fuck big, the big the, also known as episode nine. How about we just do that? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. The big, the big question for the suggestions, folks, is how much do you want us to waste our time? <laughs> how much? How much do you want us to suffer? I think. Yes, suffer through an episode and suffer through a, a podcast to rehash all that garbage. <laughs> so suffering thrice, twice, thrice over. <laughs> All right, so we've gone extra long uh, tonight, so we're going to cut it off there. But once again, guys, thank you for listening. Um, I will say I still enjoy watching this show, um, unfortunately. So uh, we're still going to watch. We're still going to do this podcast. Um, so uh, for Johnny T, say something. Good night, everybody. Jermaine. Can't wait for episode nine. And for me, go fuck yourselves. Uh <laughs> 
this has been the shameful death we'll see you guys in february or maybe earlier merry christmas y'all merry christmas <laughs> happy hanukkah